Hey you guys, welcome back to another episode of Adina Chats. It's Adina P. This is episode 46. It's October 26, 2022. And like I said, I'm back here with you on a Wednesday. And um, I just want to start off with, you know, the things that have been getting on my nerves. Or the people that have been getting on my nerves. So... This is just a little vent session for the beginning of my episode. So what has been getting on my nerves are overly sensitive people who try to act tough. Be who who you are. Be the sensitive being that you are. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I feel like playing games is just silly. Like, just be yourself. You're, You're an adult. You're not even like a young adult anymore, so just be yourself. Number two, people that push my boundaries or don't respect my boundaries, overstep my boundaries, you're getting on my fucking nerves. Uh, Number three, the other thing that's getting on my nerves is... Just the, the, like the popularity contest. No, no, let me rephrase that. Um, Going out and I would say 80 or 90% of the people are too engaged in social media to mix and mingle and actually have fun. That's also getting on my fucking nerves. Now for the episode, episode 46 it's called my friend broke up with me so i'm gonna give you a little tea about my recent friendship breakup give you a little timeline and then i'm just gonna go off on a tangent as i usually do and just freeform it sorry if you hear any motorcycles in the background you know how it is city life so my friend broke up with me my first point is that i'm just trying to give you a timeline of how it started and how it ended and how I feel about it you know what I'm saying so here we go um so I recently had a friendship breakup with someone I knew for about 10 years uh, we shared common interests like uh, veganism we were into herbs and health um, natural hair positive vibes <laughs> like you know real hippie shit real black girl hippie shit you know um and some aspects of spirituality that we would dive into or question we were just very open to the universe and what it had in store for us and just try to stay positive and we would give each other motivation on staying positive throughout our lives and but especially being mentally and emotionally well that's some those are the things that we had in common and that was very important to me because i don't have anyone else in my life that I really have have vibe like that with ever so it was very refreshing and you know she wasn't from New York City or anything she was from a different place and I I I love that too she was more of a I guess a suburban girl and I love the differences and I love the similarities I really really love that part of the friendship 
Um, I met her when I was dating a dust bucket. <laughs> I actually wrote this down, dust bucket. I'm so funny. But anyway, I I met her when I was dating um, this guy. Uh, we moved into an apartment together in Bushwick, Brooklyn, and we needed our uh, we needed a roommate, and she was our first roommate. Um, she also worked at place that I worked at before but at that time I've already I had already left the company and thank god that I did very very toxic work environment especially for black women even though it was a black company but more tea on that later you know I'll probably have an episode about um hotepness and I'm gonna call it that hotepness or just hotep don't be a hotep you know and I'll dive deep into what that means <laughs> to me um another point is um yeah we didn't establish a friendship when we were roommates but we did after she moved out so I we were friendly with each other while we lived together you know little conversations here and there I didn't know much about her um or um I didn't get closer to her until she moved out of the apartment or the house it was a brownstone so yeah, I didn't get closer to her until she moved out of the, the brownstone. Uh, she, yeah, she didn't stay for she didn't stay with us for too long. She felt like New York City was too expensive, so she moved back to Ohio, where she came from. That's where she grew up. Um, she couldn't handle the expenses of New York City and the low-paying jobs that she would get. So she decided to go back to Ohio um I would send for her once she left so we could hang out and catch up um and then at when I was sending for her I I had already broken up with that boyfriend that I was dating um and I would ask her to come up to New York to go with me um just hang out with me and go to Afropunk and just do other things it's summertime in New York City's everything to do you know she was able to meet my family and everything my mom really really loved her I met her family maybe one time like in passing when she first moved into the apartment in Bushwick but she just would tell me a lot about them but I never like really engaged with them she got to you know really see my family on a few occasions and be around them um I even visited her in Ohio when she was in her master's program in Ohio um she was in an art program um she was really busy but I didn't mind I just wanted to you know be around her I was happy to see her at the end of her day I know she would be very apologetic about not being able to do much because she was learning and teaching at the college and but that was fine with me like she was my my buddy so I definitely did not mind I don't use people to like you know entertain me (laughs) I just what's what's entertaining to me is our conversation our closeness and our the things we have in common and just being around you know good spirited people and I really get really good energy from each other and we just feed off of that well so I thought I thought that she would be feeding off my good energy as well and I'm sorry if I sound funny guys I just ate I just had a (laughs) a veggie roti and you know that's kind of big and 
I'm still a little bloated from it. So <laughs> if you hear me stopping and pausing and going really slow, I sound like I'm out of breath. I'm still very bloated from the roti, even though it's very, very good. Very good. But anyway, um, she would often take um, these mental health um, breaks. And I mean, like, she would not talk to anyone. She would not. She never been a social media person. Um, she doesn't have an online presence, even though she is an artist. Um, and she would do this for like months at a time. And she would definitely warn me before she did it, which was very nice. And I really appreciated that. So I won't think that she was like dead somewhere. Um, um, and then we would get back in touch afterwards and talk and catch up. And just like, it would be so many new and exciting things that she would tell me about. I would be... Like, we would be on the phone for hours just talking about her experiences and her spiritual experiences and things that she's grown and the way that she feels and things like that. And I would tell her, like, you know, she's brave and I would love to do that one day. Like, I really, really admired my friend. Um, We would talk about everything from, you know... Just, just, we would talk about a lot of different things, and we were on the phone for hours when she was um, over her mental health um, break, and she would even get back in touch with her family and things like that. I think that that was a very strong thing for her to for her to do. It's a, it takes a lot of mental and even physical strength to just be away from everyone for months and months and months. Now, here's the thing. I'm not sure if those breaks that she was taking taking meant that she was maybe severely depressed or something. In hindsight, I'm thinking maybe that's it could have been that, but she has never said that. She just described it more as like a spiritual journey or she needed a break from everyone and everything. And she wouldn't even use her cell phone for anything except for... She just had access to it um, in case of emergencies. So in hindsight, I'm thinking that it could have been breaks for severe depression, you know? Um, So about two years ago, she broke the news to me when I was going through some relationship problems that she wanted to date me or take me out on a date. She kept begging, oh, let me just take you out on a date. Let me just take you out on a date. Basically saying that, you know, she's known what I've been through even before I was dating the person that she, that she, that, that I was dating at that time. Um, and basically she was saying that she could do better. So I, at that time had moved to an apartment in Jersey. I invited her to stay with me before she broke the news to me and then I after she broke the news to me I still informed her that I wanted to come and visit me um but before that I told her that I did I didn't see her in that way instead I saw her as a little sister um I feel like I was probably wrong in mentioning the part where I saw her as a little sister and I only used the word little because she's a few years younger than me not because I thought she was immature I thought in a lot of aspects she was actually way more mature than me and brave and confident and that's what I admired about her but she definitely didn't take it that way 
and eventually she decided to cancel the visit to New Jersey to come and see me and from then on maybe for like about a year or so she she just wasn't normal with me she wasn't her regular self she wasn't this bubbly excited person to talk to me I would be messaging her and she would respond with one word answers I would talk to her on the phone and she would barely talk she would make sure that she's talking to me when she could like hardly hear me like if she's driving in the car but she has the windows down (laughs) and it's just a bunch of wind coming through the window and I can't hear shit um I feel like she would do that on purpose and she actually did admit that she was doing that on purpose and and apologized to me and said said and admitted that she was wrong for trying to be with me while I was with someone and she wanted my forgiveness and of course I forgave my friend with the quickness and I wanted things to be back to normal but I understood that it would not exactly be back to normal but I still wanted to see her I still wanted to communicate with her I still wanted to be her friend because I felt like she was a good friend to have so but she has definitely told me like I'll, I'll get to the part so let me not jump ahead um so um I definitely would get upset when she would be doing that one word answer thing um even though I feel like I rejected her in the in the most kindest way possible it's still rejection so I could understand that but I didn't feel I felt like she shouldn't have been feel like she shouldn't have been that detached from me I still want her to visit I still want her to come see me everything she doesn't do things like video calls or anything like that so it was hard to like see her and talk to her face to face even over the phone in fact it was this year when she got back to herself um I invited her to New York to go to Afropunk with me the one that just came back since the pandemic um afropunk has been away for what two years and it just came back this year and by the way afropunk was horrible it was not fun this year like it just wasn't burner boy was headlining but the weather was trash it was raining it was cold and like barely anybody was there like it was (laughs) it was just not giving and i was so upset because i was so excited and but whatever so I invited her she couldn't make it because of work and I was like hey instead let me come down to Florida um I can have some time off and come and see you in Florida and she was totally down with that she even bought my plane tickets for me and I was like that's great I plan to stay for 10 days She was down with that. She was very excited. We were going to take a drive to New Orleans, explore that city. I've never been there. I was really, really excited. But then she started again with the dating offers. And in my mind and in my body and heart, I was like, oh, here we go again. She's putting us back into this awkward situation. Well, basically, she's putting herself back into this awkward... Well, no, it's awkward for both of us because I told you, you know, before, 
and she wants to try it again but this time she didn't know that I was uh, working through relationship issues but she did know that I was trying to that that I was healing and that I was doing things like focusing on myself going out alone again dating myself um, you know making new friends things like that um, I also noticed that she didn't care that I needed me time I definitely needed me time um, I already told her how I felt about us dating and I was not down for it at all because I have no attraction to my friend in that way it's like one of my sisters asking me to date her that's not like it's not it's not okay it's not okay I know I'm making this sound really minimal, but you know what I mean. Um, I really feel like this time, though, I wasn't like, put your foot down, Niani, let her know, never going to happen, not going to happen, because I didn't want her to stop talking to me again. Like, I have this fucking people-pleasing shit. Like, even if you're doing something wrong to me, I have to make sure that I don't hurt your feelings and I'm always worrying about your feelings. Even though I have told you before that this was something that I was not trying to do with you. I just want to be friends. Excuse me. So then, yeah. So eventually I did tell her that, hey, I want to be strictly platonic. And she definitely, definitely did have... A problem with that because she wanted to have a whole conversation with me while she was at the airport and it was basically what I was feeling from her is like a lot of pressure and manipulation the last time that I spoke to her she basically was telling me that you know the decisions that I was making would make us not have a friendship anymore and I told her that I would not be visiting Florida any longer because it's too awkward and she was just like best of luck Niani I wish you well (laughs) and basically that was the end she also in our last conversation she actually made me cry I know some people don't think that tears mean anything but it means a lot coming from me like I I only really cry when I'm in a lot of pain so that whole conversation I think it lasted like two hours or something like that it was very manipulative it was very I'm your parent you're my child vibes it was very if you don't do this I'm not gonna do this it was very ultimatum and I'm just just thinking to myself what do I what have I done to you for you to give me ultimatums I've never hurt your feelings on purpose or anything all I've done is tell you that hey I don't think that we should date each other and she's taken that the wrong way one time she's even said to me oh you like why can't I be it was like something out of a sitcom excuse this the sirens guys um it was something out of like a a freaking sitcom or a rom-com she was like why do I always have to be the friend am I too nice am I too um sweet am I too kind 
why can't I or why can't I be the one to to be in a relationship I'm tired of being the friend and it's kind of like I know that she's not talking to me she's talking about all the experiences she has had in her her life her dating life her romantic life and I thought that that was pretty weird and also eye-opening because you want me to pity date you is that what you want I don't pity date anyone I'm a 35 year old woman I'm not going to date someone out of pity I want to date someone because I want to date them I want to be with them I like them sexually intellectually romantically physically spiritually that's why I want to date someone um respectfully things like that I don't want to pity date anyone I don't want to date you because no one else is dating you I don't want to date you because you're not getting dates I don't want to date you because you believe that you're the one for me I have to have some type of attraction to you you cannot coax me into dating you that's not it's not okay and it's overstepping boundaries so that was the last time that I spoke to her and I just want to you know check in with myself right now while I'm recording and see how I feel so far I feel like I'm still kind of numb to it um I think I will start missing her later on even though I haven't seen her in like four years I believe so I think I'm pretty numb to it and I am doing my best and trying my hardest to just really be involved with some genuine people. I can have a party friend. I can have a reading friend. I can have a writing friend. I can have a friend that we chit chat once in a while. I can can have a friend all the way across the world. (laughs) It doesn't really matter to me, but I'm just trying to make sure that I am showing up as my best self so that I can have these um, more genuine people in my life and not continue to be basically left on the side of the road because that's kind of how it feels. Someone doesn't like your decision, that, a, a decision that you're making, so they, they don't want to be your friend anymore. And the thing that I wanted to mention was that she was like, why do you want to be my friend? I don't want to be your friend. Like, <laughs> that was such a shocking thing to me because I'm like, oh, you keep talking about how we are so close and how well I know you and things like that. So basically, I have this string of text messages where she's just being very, very, like, BFF. Like, you're the best friend I ever had in my life. Like, I can read the text, but maybe on another episode and that she turns around and says that she doesn't think that we should be friends basically like I'm not worth being her friend and I remember I was just listening to this podcast the other day and they were like close friendships or best friends um they can be romantic but not in a sexual tense but they do a lot of romantic things like they can hold hands they can hug they can cuddle with each other and things like that I wouldn't mind having a friendship like that I remember being a kid and any little girlfriends that I've had like we hold each other arm in arm or hold each other's hands and um, sleep together and hug all the time 
but as an adult that's a very very hard thing to do um and it may also go into some sexual territory because we're adults now but if I could have had a platonic friendship with her and like she just wanted to do things like hug a lot or maybe physical touches one of her I, I don't know what her love language is but I wouldn't mind doing that going arm in arm with my friend hugging my friend all the time you know um but I'm not sure she was also a mystery to me I feel like she was a close friend but maybe she felt she felt like I was not a close friend to her um so it's always a break in a communicate a break in communication and that's the part that sucks about us humans <laughs> that really really sucks and yeah that was the end of my friendship with her um I wonder if she'll come back around maybe she will maybe she won't but I'm not expecting anything because if I expect anything I'll be hurt more by it so I'm just trying not to be hurt heard about it I'm trying to live my life and have fun and just be happy I know there's probably a lot more hurt to come but I hope it's a lot more happy instead of hurt to come my way that's all that I could ever ask for and that's all I got for you today on Adina Chats and I'll see you next time peace out